Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And today we're going to be taking a look at uh, some Japanese doujinshi of Western properties, man, of American comic properties and things. But first, I've uh, got to let you guys know that we have this Patreon uh, where people are jumping in to support the channel in a big way. And depending on your level of support, you're getting videos before anybody else. And if you are uh, supporting us at the highest level, you're watching a stream of us recording this at this very moment and you're getting all the videos uh, that we produce before anybody completely mitigates the kayfabe effect and pays for itself the first time we talk about a comic that you're able to go out and get uh, when you see these videos before anybody at a at a reasonable price when that price gets jacked up midday when we release this to gen pop you'll be uh, very very thankful but we have a bibliography of uh, books out there in comic shops right now that are in print and that's another way to help uh, support the channel you see the stuff right here. I have Red Room uh, comics out there. Two trade paperbacks. Hip Hop Family Tree. It's a 10-year anniversary of that series. X-Men Grand Design. Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design coming out February. Street Angel comics. Several hardcovers of those. And the Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive trade paperback is, is out there. As well as Plain James, uh, his shoujo comics graphic novel from Little Brown. Support our books, and we can keep these videos coming to you uh, on a regular basis. But uh, it's no secret, Jimmy, man. I've been bringing back and showing off little by little all the bounty from Manga Quest 2022. And some of the most fun that I had was visiting the various Mandarakes and uh, going through their, their doujin section to just uh, see what kind of, you know spin they put on American properties and I came, came out with some some real gems um, for the purposes of this video like uh, we go Jim Shooter with our videos and uh, everybody could be somebody's first video even though if you follow the channel there's clearly a continuity if you uh, stick with us video after video but for the people at home Jimmy tell the people what doujinshi is a little bit this is fan comics it's considered amateur press it's often based on characters that fans love so you get two combinations of stuff one is amateur press, right? They're doing it themselves for the love of making comics. And sometimes it's people with no aspirations to work in comics, and this is just something they love to do. And sometimes these are people that go on to have a great career as professional manga artists. Um, but it covers a wide range of stuff. There's original stuff as well. But in this case, we're going to be looking at Western characters. Um, so fan, fan love letters. There's even a little bit of a history of doujinshi here in the States, thanks to uh, Ben Dunn's Antarctic Press. Yeah, these were published in 1992. And Ben Dunn, of course, from, from uh, Ninja High School fame, uh, one of the early like American manga kind of publishers that's been around now for going on 40 years, Antarctic Press. Crazy to think. But he comes in contact, they were licensing manga from Japan, somehow comes in contact with what he calls Japanese fanzines. You know, these, these again, amateur press productions. Each of these issues focuses on one particular thing, uh, Ranma Half, Transformers. Uh, Maizaki, and then the last one is Nadia, which I don't, I don't know who that is exactly. Sounds like one of those specialized Ben Dunn interests. Yeah, at first I thought it was Gunsmith Cats, but I don't think that's the case. But it's kind of cool because he has a key of translation in the bottom. These things aren't flipped, and there's some context for what they are. And he talks about in 1992 the big doujinshi convention in in Japan attracting a hundred thousand people. This is 1992. Right. To give context, San Diego that year. 23,000. Right. So again, and, putting and, it in and, context of it's huge. And right now we're up to about 700,000 people at Comic Cat to our 250,000 on a good year for uh, San Diego Comic Con. And it's for fan press comics. It's not, they're not going to get to see 
Katsuhiro Otomo or, you know, some Masamuni Shiro or somebody. It's just people doing their bootleg fanzine Yeah, comics. it is really like for fans by fans. It was funny going out there. Uh, we were got dinner with Jeff Darrow and it, there was uh, Takashi Okazaki was there and that dude Hiro who did um, the Dark Horse published those uh, Star Wars manga adaptations. Mm -hmm. yeah. he, he drew those and Hiro is funny as shit, man. He was like the only American comics that we got in the 80s and 90s, Yusaki Ojimbo, Ninja High School. And, and like, and like <laughs> they both like grabbed their oh, nose no. and uh, Takashi goes, they're like, wow, what is that? And then one other one, I forget what the other comic was, but uh, super cool to see that, you know, Ghibli was, it's, it's, it's coming to favor like in the, in the aughts, I feel like, mm -hmm. but you know, the Japanese, obviously. I don't know too much more about Dojinshi, the, the Antarctic Press publication. Yeah. But issue four here, they talk about going monthly. And as far as I know, there was never another issue produced. Right. And I remember reading, I think it was in like a 15th anniversary of Ninja High School interview with Ben Dunn. Or it might have been in a Wizard, uh, the manga column with Ben Dunn. And he talked about regrets about this Dojinshi series. So I don't know if he had permission to reprint this or if there was something he wasn't supposed to reprint. <laughs> but it seems like there was something maybe that, that, that didn't work out. Right, but yeah. I don't have details on that. What's funny is, it's not like the people who made this stuff can come crying. You know, it's got to be, you know, Hasbro or... You it know, could be, yeah. It could be something like that where Transformers were like, you're not doing Transformer comics. Shut this down. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the particulars, but really interesting that, again, it's that those corners of comics history that I love. Yeah. And I mean, in this case, like, talk about just doing it for the love of comics. Most, most uh, Japanese readers have no need or use for for our comics in in the west at all so we got a couple here man who watches the watchmen uh rorschach whatever that means kawaii uh these are adults only comics we're not going to really be able to look in here but you could rest <laughs> assured there's lots of pegging lots of gay sex and when you know rorschach takes his mask off or when comedian is having sex with night owl looks nothing like dave gibbons art it's the dudes from the movie like that's the inspiration for for the materials that <laughs> i don't think there's one page we could get in any of these <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that because we had done a video previously on teenage mutant ninja turtle doujinshi that you picked up like 50 books of yeah and we speculated why would this be so big and what i see with all of this is multimedia characters exactly and so I, I'm, I'm guessing that's a big a role in and how these uh, find their way into people's imaginations. It's true. Look at that, like a kayfabe Marvel logo. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this one, you I know, like that cover. You, you by get the your Rorschach in the, there. The, the back, well, I guess the front cover. I really like. Yeah, it's that like cover. stickers. Yeah, right? yeah, it looks good. And look at the mashup to Hulk and the Joker next to each other. And I mean, that's that's your Heath Ledger Joker. You know what I mean? That's a movie Joker. So. Totally. Yeah, and it's all these guys. You know, that's Hemsworth. Mm -hmm. That ain't he, he. This dude doesn't have one Ron Friends issue. I'm sure. But look at this, man. It's pretty accomplished stuff. I was going to say, I, I say it every time we open one of these. They're so good. Yeah. They're just so well done from a craft level. But see, now I'm calling bullshit on what I said. Because that's like Taskmaster, right? That's that's a that's a character from comics. Like, I don't know that this character transcended multimedia in any real way. But I have also never seen almost any of these Marvel movies or anything. Yeah, it's true. And, all, and how about that for your Watchmen crossover? That's it. <laughs> That's amazing. Deadpool and Rorschach together again. Yeah, dude. Boy, that's so hard, some of the drawing, right? Like, that's a badass-looking Deadpool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's... 
And that looks like a Marvel-ish Punisher. You think that's who it is? No. Well, there's a Punisher skull. Oh, right gotcha. There. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's very strange. But that's your Loki from the Avengers movies for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so funny to mash up these different universes even. I should send scans of this to Uncle Rob. I bet he'd get a kick out of it. Maybe include Deadpool in your thumbnail. He'll, he'll I'm sure, give it a glance. Yeah. And uh, because these people are so removed from from uh, Marvel Comics by and large, but then when you get this, Mr. Sinister, like, there there are Western comic shops out there. Shouts to Verse Comics in uh, Ikebekaru. I've been there a bunch of times, and, and uh, it looks like a regular comic shop. You know, like, it's got the long boxes and stuff. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in there but you. <laughs> like a regular comic shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it's set up, and they, they do get stuff. They get translations, lots of Marvel things. So, you know, maybe... That's the thing that a... these reflect, in my opinion, too. Uh, not just these, but the doujinshi that you brought back, because I guess we've done a couple videos on them, some that were originals, and I think they're just very personal. Yeah. You know, so it, it's not hard to imagine that somebody's into Spawn. Um, you know, Spawn the comics, maybe they found the movie or the TV show, and then went, oh, I love this, got the comics. Whatever the case may be, but, like, they're so... It's one person's vision. It you know, is. It's one of the great parts of these kinds of comics existing. And these last two that we're going to look at, I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts that this person is whatever, you know, the Japanese version of a American weeb is. Like, they are they are deep into comics. I can't find any... There's no dates, which is very unfortunate, man, uh, because I would love to know when this thing came out. Uh, because the guy is rooted in you know, like in, in, in image comics, and I say that, but like you get a cool Hellboy comic that has clear Mignola influence Definitely. in composition and spotting blacks and some of the shapes and stuff. So this guy digs, you know, Western comics for sure, no doubt. Yeah, it's interesting to think of it as doujinshi uh, style. Right. He always draws Sam with a donut in his mouth. I think he, I think, you know, they, they, that makes him laugh. But look at the era, dude. It's a meatball head, like post Batman spawn, Batman there. I mean spawn. This this sort of gives you an era, like the early aughts, I think. Uh -huh. Like like post uh, Heroes Reborn, Heroes Return. Like they would put this exact logo up top there. Uh, some more of his sketches, kind of trying to figure out, you know, his spawn really solid draftsman. This is that spawn issue thirty with uh the Greg Capullo issue with the kids get hold of their you know their yep. dad their dad's a cop and and beats them up and stuff just just uh revisited at least a panel of that this week in wizard that's true yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 the redeemer yeah that is of an era that's interesting because you wonder how old this did you buy this from someone or was this no. in a shop yeah it's at, just at a shop so, yeah, so it feels like it's such this is a 90s doujinshi i think so i love that i love the idea that it's era specific too yeah it looks really good though, and it's funny. I wonder if, um, because it's so American-looking, maybe this doesn't have a big audience in in a Japanese comic market. True, but boy, it plays well here. It does, man. And and you know these things that don't have a big market there, like this. This cost me maybe under two dollars. Right. It's, it's how do you say? It? I call him Travis Travis Cherist, but I know it's wrong. Like, but that that's the influence of that face, right? Definitely. Like the way those eyes are drawn and things. There's almost a um, Art Adams build to that face right there. That's a there. great face. That's a really good imp kind of face. Yeah. Imp, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah. 
It's interesting to me, it's a, it's a reminder too, because this is stylized and I look at it and go, it's very accomplished and polished and everything I could like, but it's all stylized. Like you could put this in front of another audience that goes 90s, 90s image style and, you know, it does nothing for me. You right. know what I mean? Like it could be, it could be garbage there and sit on the shelf for, for 15 years. Some more of that Travis type work. I do like seeing him working out like his sketchbook stuff because that's that's pretty cool drawing. I don't know what this is. I don't either, but maybe it's his own thing. CB Sabolsky not seen this because right. I feel like this dude could get a job. Yeah, look at how sick. Wow, great tones, great and ornamental also, design. This guy could be a mangaka at this point. It's true. You know, working professionally, design wise, like look at that for a two page spread, very strong. That's almost a portfolio book. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could hand that to an editor and just be like, here you go. This this is one of those things, man, where on day one, I saw this book, snapped a little pic, and I left it there because I'm like, it's my first day here. I just want to go to Aldo Mandaraki. Like, I just don't, I, maybe I shouldn't be buying, I'm out here for a month, but I just kept thinking about it. And the way those shops are, they're so dense and you see so much over time that, like, I spent the rest of the month hunting for this because I could not find it. How much does this stand out? Everybody watching at home, think of the covers that we've been showing this video and look at how this thing pops. Totally. Um, first time I saw this, my first thought is, wow, a lot of Tom Scioli here. Yeah. And you know what that quality is? Because Tom sends us stuff in progress and quick things. There's something about that immediacy of the drawing that reminds me of Shioli. You know, I think the detail is very different, but that idea of like, I got an idea. This is a representation of that idea. It's, it's, that's such a strength. So this, I want to, I was able to um, search for the dude based on his Twitter right here. And I think he's a former Gynax uh, animator. And that's Neon Genesis Evangelion, like that okay. that wow. that company. I think he's an animator, and I think he has a great pedigree. Like I think he's sought after, does popular work. Makes sense. But when you look at this, I mean, just the energy levels huge of this uh, looks all digital to me. This this looks like marker to me. Mm, don't I don't like think marker? so. You think it's kayfabe? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many of those brushes and stuff. I think that's what you're seeing there. And, yeah. and it's little ticks, like ends of the lines and stuff. That right, are very the bluntness, off yeah, and things I see. Like that. Yeah. And, you know, you've mentioned animation and, and there is like that speed component. And I think of that too as like, if you've got the digital tools, it's where you can, and, and even Tom sends us a lot of stuff that's digital. Yeah. So, like I say, I see a lot of that commonality. It is neat whenever he's doing some of this stuff that's, again, a little more rough, a little more, we get to see his drawing in there, his thinking like on the page. This is fun, man. That's Batman Samurai. My homeboy Takashi designed that character. Wow. So this dude's deep. That's like, a great page. Like he's, uh, you know, he fucks, he fucks with some American shit. Almost like Ladrone. Dude, his his style though, like um, he's so good with these compositional pieces. Oh yeah. You know, the shapes and everything are just strong. Wow. Yeah. That's and, an interesting and, piece to take away. And thinking for design too, man, having a two-page spread at your centerfold, that's just a no-brainer. That's book design 101, but check, everybody. This is where shit gets real sexy, dude. Contemporary. Andrew McLean's Headlopper. You know, that so, is so th this ain't a Marvel movie, this ain't a DC movie. Both of these shirtless bear fighter. Like, yeah. like this spread represents Wow. That this guy's into American comics, you know? So good and so different between the two. I love some of the Kirby stuff that he's uh, maybe leaning in a, a little bit more on there. Yeah. I like both of those pages. Really awesome. 
Yeah, it's cool. Dude, going Wally Wood. Old, old, old school. What is this, man? I, I almost was like, is that the Max? Yeah, I don't know. That Bane? That's a good Bane. Yeah, fun artist, this guy. Makes me wonder if he's done, like, other books. You know, like, full-on uh, graphic novels or, or manga series or short stories. Love yeah. to see comics of this. Yeah, I don't think he did, because I, I truly think my homies would have pointed that out. That, like, oh, he did this or that. But uh, you, you can imagine that... A lot of his time in animation, a lot of your time is taken up uh, professionally mm -hmm. during your, your work day. So maybe you get to squeak one of the, you know, cool drawing out of, of your own kind of passion project or something. And then you, you get half dozen of them. You get a dozen of them together. You get to make a, a doujinshi. Yeah, that's, that's neat stuff. Really like his style. And then this would probably be at like a comicette or something. So, you know, you take one day out of your very busy schedule and, and have your table at a Kamiket and so you're Dojinchi and you know. It's such a slight, like of all these examples you pull out, I feel like that's the most slight of all of them. Sure. It might be the most memorable for me. Yeah. Very striking, man. His sense of design is uh, on display every page. Yeah, and it's one of those things where we're speculative at best about uh, where these other people come from. This guy's clearly a professional. So what I will do is lock that in right there because I think we might have our uh, thumbnail for the video, Jimmy. And if you're good to go, I'm good to go. Yes, sir. Kayfabers, uh, please support the Patreon, man. The King Kayfabers get all the videos delivered to them before uh, Gen Pop gets to see them. We have a link in the description below this video for that. But the com the videos are brought to you by the comic books that we make. So, Jimmy, please tell the people what you have out there in the wild, man. The Plain Janes and Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive are both on shelves now. Pick those up wherever you buy books. Hulk Grand Design is coming soon. It is on the shipment to the States. Should be out February 22nd. Pre-order that one because now there are a finite number of those. And if you want a Hulk Grand Design, you might want to make sure you reserve that one today at your local comic shop or wherever you buy books. And Street Angel Princess of Poverty is up for pre-orders now. So go ahead and grab that. You'll have all the Street Angel available if you put that next to Deadliest Girl Alive. You can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my comics and art and you can download my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. I'm showing off some of the uh, the illegal stuff on the on the kayfabe stream to to our patrons. Man. Nice. Uh, my, my comic books uh, currently that I'm working on, the Red Room stuff, Anti-Social Network, and Trigger Warnings trade paperbacks are out there. Serializing the next round of Red Room comics on my Patreon right now. Three bucks gets you the archive there. Uh, more than 300 pages, less than a penny a page per uh, per comic page on the Patreon. Uh, hit my link tree in the description below. You can get to those uh, destinations. Uh, but there's still other ways to support the channel. Jimmy, let the people know. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, hats, fanny packs, all kinds of great stuff at our spread shop. That link is also below this video. Another great way to support the channel, man. Giving those marching orders will be on our way, Jim. Make more comics.